guys, what's up everyone? <laughs> Sorry about that squeal. Welcome to Young Titan World. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Today we're going to be talking about one particular anime, one of which finished so fast because it was 12 episodes, one season, and pretty much a slice of life kind of anime. And that sort of drama is one that I am interested in because it has no fight scenes that I should be expecting. And the only thing that I want to see is the suspense to be sweet as fuck. And I'm talking not other than Domestic Girlfriend. Now, Domestic Girlfriend is a very simple yet elegant piece of literature that I've actually found quite nice. I enjoyed it to the fullest. But the fact that they started with sex kind of makes me feel like, oh my gosh, is this how relationships always go? But no, that's not like the entire focus of the story. So let me explain. Before I get into it, let me just point out that it's almost as if it's a softcore porn that <laughs> decided to change its ways, but not so much its narrative, all right? Now, here's how it starts. A group of guys decide that they're, you know, they're gonna go and they're gonna go for a mixer. You know, a group of guys just trying to hang out, trying to chill. And uh, as they go there, they meet some girls, and one of the girls is peculiar, okay? She's peculiar, and she kind of like, she vibes with the main character of the story. It also kind of makes um, him feel a little bit wobbly in the knees, and she invites him over to her place. They smash, even though they just met, and the reason behind that was she's never experienced sex before, so she just wanted to try it. And that guy looks like he had no idea what he was doing there, so he kind of fit the bill so that she doesn't feel like she was like uh, manipulated or taken advantage of because they're both in the same boat, right? At least I, I hope that's like clear <laughs> as far as I'm concerned it is. Now, next step, they're like, okay, this happened. I don't know if I enjoyed it or not, or I don't even know how, I don't know if sex is supposed to be that way or not, but they just vibe with it. And then, you know, they decide that they're never gonna speak of this again. They're never gonna cross paths again, because it was a one-time thing, it happened, it's gone. Let's go on, man, yeah, let's go, let's go. So, next thing that happens, um, dude, realizes his father is getting remarried after 10 years of his mother's death. Kind of sounds reasonable. After 10 years, you definitely have to move on. And that's exactly what his dad was doing. And so, you know, he's like, okay, maybe you should have brought this up a little bit earlier. But just as soon as his dad drops this bomb, he also invites the lady in question to come for a chat so that, you know, the son could see her and whatever it is she's bringing to the table. And actually, she has two things she's bringing to the table. Two daughters, actually. So we're gonna have like a stepbrother, stepsister situation. And you guessed it, it's the girl he smashed. And her elder sister, who happens to be a teacher at his school that he has a crush on must be something in those genes that attract those particular males to those ladies because they definitely seem to have a thing for those particular ladies. 
but <laughs> I don't know how genetics work because one has blue hair, one has brunette, and I think the mother also has brunette and green eyes. So maybe the blue hair is adopted or the mother was unfaithful and smashed the blue hair dude and that's how she became single with two kids. I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Oh, next thing that happens is that they decide to move into a new apartment together. Also a development that was left out of the picture for the young son there, but he decides to take it into stride once more and just go with it. Now the girls are trying to get adjusted with the fact that they're living with males now and obviously the brunette teacher did not really get that memo. And with that, it came with a priority of actually seeing boobas. You know, at a rate that was just uncomfortable for everybody. But the girl's a known drunkard, so obviously when she passes out on the couch, dude tries to sneak in a kiss because he has a long-standing crush on this baby, and he's not gonna let that chance go. Now, we already know that he smashed the little sister, right? And the little sister pops up and finds out that, oh my god, the dude's making a move on my lip, I mean my bigger sister. Although, if you think about it, she acts way more elderly than the other one, so it's kind of like, yeah, whatever, man. And she actually catches the dude trying to sneak in a kiss, but she doesn't talk about it. She's a real secretive, kind of, you know, low-key kind of person, kind of like real cool, you know, real cool. But I believe as the story progresses, so does her love for this dude that only smashed her just because of curiosity or, you know, because... It was a chance. I mean, I don't know how anyone else would take that situation, but honestly, it kind of seems like a big deal for everyone else. And it's like, you want to have sex with me because I look like a virgin? What? I will not stand for this heresy. I'll have you know that I had plenty of times that I could have smashed a bitch, but because I was too noble, I declined. Obviously, that sounds a lot more like me than the protagonist of the story, but hey, let's see, let's just go on. So, like, we're dealing with a lot of relationships, right? A lot of people that are throwing themselves at this dude. It kind of feels like a, a harem, only that there is no sex in this harem. It's just that this guy's a really good dude, and every girl just keeps throwing themselves at him sexually. Because there is Momo, who's like had a lots of relationships. I mean, lots of people who want to smash and dash. Um, and so she's like kind of have like this sort of experience. She invites him over because she has a crush on him too. And, but you know, he's incredibly nice and he sees that she has scars. He rather takes care of her. And now she's like smitten by him because usually don't take this the wrong way. Every other guy that she's ever met, they just used her as a cum dump and pushed her to the side because that's what she was worth in their eyes. Pathetic and sad, isn't it? Yeah, but it's the truth no less. And with that, it came this emotional feeling and she's got scars, you know, from previous relationships and kind of freaks her out. But, you know, the dude treats her like a normal human being. I'm guessing the entire premise of Domestic Girlfriend is that girls are way more than sometimes guys paint them out to be. Or we had one very lonely anime writer 
who was like, I'm gonna create a perfect world where all girls love me and the idea of having sex doesn't need to be a big deal so I can experience it. It's, it goes two ways. You can, you can choose whichever one you want, darling. But I thought Domestic Girlfriend was amazing. And if you want to check it out, it's definitely not something you want to leave your kids with because then they're going to end up with weird ideas of what it means to be in a relationship. Obviously, since the incestuous part is hardly something that you can carve out of your brain. And uh, I don't know. Altogether, it's just not something I would be comfortable with leaving my children with if you know, that ever becomes a possibility for me. Not to say that I, I don't, we don't talk about Bruno like that. Uh, um, but anyways, thank you guys for listening. I think one of the main things that I've learned from this show is that relationships are this really condensed uh, connection between people. And there has to be a sort of understanding and you cannot establish that understanding unless, of course, you choose to open up your heart to them. But they also talk about a lot of things, too. They talk about the sister being in a sort of a sketchy affair with a guy who's already married. And that's, like, scary, honestly. But there is no way for you to decide which one carries more merit. There is no way to decide whether a person who is in a relationship with someone who is married is in the wrong. So I guess it comes down to what one considers as special. I always used to hate people that were in affairs, you know, people who are cheating. But then you ask the question, why are they cheating? Is it that they're greedy? Or probably the relationship that they're in is not serving them justice. You know, it kind of like changes your whole prospect about what it means to be in a relationship, to be loved, or to be taken care of. But hey, man, we don't really come here for the relationship advice, do we? And anyways, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Young Titan out. Thank you for listening. Bye.